In composing a collection of memories, uh, I was offered the opportunity to uh, generate my own topics. And this is a story I just felt I had to tell and it couldn't be left out. I have entitled it, A Funny Thing Happened on the Way to the Forum. A strange coincidence in your life. In the winter of 1970, the instrument electrical crew at the powerhouse at DuPont decided we could make a quick trip south to play some golf on the Easter weekend. Now three of the four of us, Pete McKinnon had no interest in joining us, were avid golfers and in the 10 to 14 handicap range, but Sid Van Dusen was an occasional golfer and wanted to join us. Who were we to isolate him, particularly after he offered to drive? Walt Morris, Keith Ackerman, and I were elated. We decided that a combination of good weather and reasonable driving distance had us honed in on Virginia Beach. Seemed like a uh, reasonable decision, and we all agreed. Easter weekend, golfing in Virginia Beach. Keith Ackerman and I were both coming off some weight loss diets in preparation for this trip and were in a celebratory mood. I think I had dropped from a then all-time high of 190 pounds down to 160. Now Keith was a little bigger framed and his weight and losses were proportional. In recognition of our success, Keith bought us dinner the first night in Virginia Beach. But wait, I'm getting ahead of myself. Good Friday was a statutory holiday, and to get a head start, our foreman, Jack Harmody, had allowed the four of us to exit the plant site at noon on Thursday. The trip down was pretty uneventful, but I do remember Keith's mother had made us a cooler full of sandwiches and treats for the drive. So naturally, Keith and I sat in the back seat with the cooler of goodies, between us. We left Walt as co-pilot and Sid to do the driving. It was only right. It was his car. The only hitch on the way down was the uncertainty of the bridge slash tunnel across Chesapeake Bay being accessible. The wintry conditions and an incident with a naval vessel left that all up in the air. When we reached the point of no return, the odds favored the bridge being open, and we opted to follow that route. Fortunately, that was the correct decision, and we made the balance of the trip without incident. We arrived in Virginia Beach approaching midnight and found our hotel quite easily. It was on a four-lane throughway, but also bordered on a golf course, one in which we had planned to play at least one round. Needless to say, it was dark and blustery when we arrived, so we didn't have a chance to examine our, our uh, environment. When we arose in the morning, the sun was shining brightly. We opened the drapes, and before our eyes was paradise. Outside our patio door was a small terrace, and there, not 15 feet from our room, was the fairway. This is what we had come for. It was a real treat to escape from the late winter weather we were experiencing in Brockville, Prescott, and Cardinal. 
a very, a very satisfying round of golf in the warm spring weather of Virginia Beach was so enjoyable. Lots of laughs and the usual camaraderie. In the 60s and 70s, the state of Virginia had some very strict and archaic laws about alcohol, its sale and consumption. In fact, the establishments that could offer alcohol for sale in the narrow windows allowed were not permitted to have exterior signs advertising the fact that they did have alcohol for sale. All they, all they were permitted was to post the alcohol license number outside their storefront. Being cognizant of that, we decided we would pick up some pizza and stop for some accompanying beer to take back to our hotel to rehash our golf game of the day and cement up some plans for tomorrow. On our drive back from the golf course, we spotted a pizza store. We cut across a few lanes and slid into the pizza joint parking lot. We were primed for huge quantities of pizza and more than a few pops. While perusing the takeout menu, we offhandedly asked the proprietor if he knew of a place where we could go and buy some beer to take back to our room. Have you ever had an encounter with an angel? He informed us we had come to the right place. He opened the drapes to a uh, covering a door to a back room and invited us to follow him. Lo and behold, there was an entire bar slash pub back there. A little dark, but hey, and that wasn't going to dampen our spirits. We settled right in and began ordering rounds of delicious cold American beer. We felt pretty close to heaven at that moment. Even back in those days, I had a need to drink and drain on a regular basis. While heading to the men's room, I heard another customer speak, and I was a bit taken aback. I turned to him and said, this was the first time in two days that I had heard someone speak without a southern drawl. He laughed and said, no, he was a Canadian who was just returning from a holiday in the south. Of course, one question led to another. He disclosed that he was from Ontario, and very proudly I piped up, I was as well. With a little more prompting, he mentioned Eastern Ontario, and once again I echoed, me too. I dared to ask where in Eastern Ontario, hoping he wasn't to give the traditional response of down around or back of, but he said to my surprise, his table of folks there with him were all from Prescott. Could have knocked me over with a feather. As I had to say, me too. And what part of town do you live in? And to his reply of Wood Street, I told him I grew up on Wood Street. Further questioning revealed he lived on the east end of Wood, while our home had been at the west end. In fact, at the corner of Wood and West. He invited me over to meet his fellow travelers at their table. And the number one coincidence of them all, sitting at the table, was Gene Montgomery from my Prescott High School class. Who says there's no such things as a coincidence?